Hello and welcome to Essex by the Sea. I'm Owen Ward exploring the Essex coast, finding out about the amazing and interesting stories it has to offer. Parts of the Essex coast though are disappearing in front of our very eyes. But work has been taking place to slow the erosion process and a project to install new sea defences has recently part of it being completed. When work was starting, I spoke on episode 41 with David Eagle, who's the acting chair of the Nage Protection Society, and I'm pleased to say David rejoins me now, and we are actually on the coast here at the Nays, just outside Walton, and I can see a lot of work has gone on. Yeah, so originally we started work down here in April, May 22, uh, which was to secure the seawall, which was collapsing into the sea, and all of this really is reflecting on the fact that climate change is having an increasing impact on what we're looking at. The original uh, rate of erosion down here was about a metre and a half a year, which was sustainable in a strange way. You didn't really notice the naze gradually disappearing. That one and a half metres a year has now grown to over three and in places five metres a year, which is why we had to act and... Uh, the problem with this site is that because it's coastal, because it doesn't protect any property, there are very few avenues for the local coastal protection agency, Tenering District Council, or the environment agency to actually spend money down here. So the money that is raised to do this comes from local donors, the local community, visitors uh, and local sponsors. Uh, and we look to try and raise £20,000 a year, which effectively goes into building rock gabion walls. A gabion is a wire mesh basket, takes about three and a half tonnes of rock. The rock actually comes from Norway and basically it's like Lego. You put baskets on top of baskets and you build a wall which keeps the sea out. It's not quite as simple as that because the sea is, as I say, a dynamic environment and it's pushing and pushing all the time. So what we build one year is going to be different the following year and we have to keep looking at it, have to keep maintaining it, have to keep changing and reacting to the environment that we're looking at. I can see the basket stretching out in front of us, the sea not that far away on the beach just in front of that but just behind you is the cliff face. Now when I say cliff face it's about as tall as us isn't it where we're standing and I can see it's just just crumbling. This is just uh, sediment, there's no substance to the cliff as such Therefore, this, at this particular spot, this is the lowest spot on the naze, uh, and if this had been allowed to breach, it would have gone straight through into the public open space and then into the, onto the uh, Anglian water, water Treatment Works, which is a vital piece of infrastructure for the local community. Important to, to stop the erosion then. Uh, it's, it's a never-ending battle, though. I can see even some of the work that you've done and completed with the shifting sands, quite literally, um, ha- has already moved. I mean, tons of, of, of rock have been put in here by the, the dedication and hard work of people to, to do this. It, it's not an easy task to do and, and put in place, is it, a sea defence like this when you're battling tides and times and, and, and access as well? Yeah, so I suppose in the last two years we put about 800 tonnes of rock in here, which has all gone in by hand, and... We've got to reflect on the issue that the Nays has been disappearing since time immemorial. You know, the Nays originally was actually a piece of landmass that was attached to Europe 
and there were some people very, very long time ago when the North Sea was started to be created and it started to flood all that land between us and Europe. Um, and from then on, over thousands of years, uh, it's been disappearing. Um, and it just seems to be that it's our generation which is now looking at that critical time where the sea will get through if we don't actually manage it. You mentioned about the fact that the naze is eroding quicker than it used to. Is that just a, a natural cycle or is there something behind that? In terms of what we're told about climate change, during the winter we have these very extreme rainfall events which make the cliffs very heavy and that increases the speed that they shear off and huge lumps disappear off into the sea and are washed away by it. You combine that with what is now called increased winter storminess, so actually there's a lot more wave energy in the sea which strips away the base of the cliff. So those two actions are actually increasing the rate of erosion. On this particular spot, there used to be quite a promontory that went out here which actually provided shelter for the north end of the Naze. That all disappeared since 2016. So we lost 22 metres off here since 2016 and that was effectively the protection that held the beach on the north end. What we're trying to do now is to secure this again so that that north beach uh, has got the resilience to keep, uh, to keep sand on it. In order to make that happen, we've got to annually, over the next five years, put in beach uh, groins um, which is going back to the old age is what used to be there uh, in order to hold the sea from getting into Hanford Water itself. And the situation is changing very rapidly. He was explaining to me as we were making our way down to the cliff face that the sand that was there wasn't there last week. Yeah, the sand, it comes and goes in a flash. Uh, 2014, we had a huge build-up of sand down to Stone Point at the north end um, which effectively nearly blocked Walton Channel, which has became a problem for the boats. Uh, two years of, of northeasterly winds, it changed the following year, and that sand went off and moved o offshore again. So it's coming and going. There is no, you know, there's no prediction of where it's going, but as far as maintaining these soft sea defences, it's crucial that we keep the sand on the front of it, because otherwise the sea undermines these defences and we've got a bigger issue. A lot of work has gone in here. I can see the, the baskets, the wire baskets with the tons of light grey. I mean, is it, is it granite? It looks granite to me. I'm no rock expert. Yeah, no, it, it, is, <laughs> it is a form of granite. And that's been piled up in the baskets, but then there's been extra work and extra rocks that have been placed behind essentially the wall that you've built and the cliff face. And, yeah. and, and that is again just to stop that that undermining of the cliffs the problem with working on this end of the naze is we have no roadway to get onto the naze, onto the beach therefore actually we've we've set the baskets forward so that we can put a roadway in behind it in order to get diggers down onto the beach every every time we do this is a learning curve the first year we did it we couldn't get diggers onto the beach and therefore the the baskets were actually just put on top of the sand that sand has moved, which is why we are having to adjust and rebuild what we built in year one. Uh, and hopefully we're going to do that this autumn. The ones that are, that are right by us are, are leaning probably about a 45 degree angle. Yeah. That, there's no criticism of the work that's gone on, 
but that is just the the power of the water and, and the erosion and it's it's a learning curve you know every year we, we do more work we understand more of, of how to do the, the job you know we are amateurs at this we're not professionals um, and although we take guidance from uh, Tenering District Council and their consultants um, you know this is work that's being done by the Nays Protection Society with funds raised by the Nays Protection Society um, and you know, every year we get better at it. And that is evident by the work that's been completed this year, that it obviously is newly in. Uh, I can see that looks very stable indeed. It's an ongoing process though, so, so what's the next bit to, to try and protect and, and reduce that uh, erosion? So effectively the Naze is made up of three frontages. The hole from the south end to the north is two kilometres long. Trying to protect all that is... Is, is asking a lot but there are certain priorities that we have to work on we have to stop the sea guest breaching through into Hanford water that's why the work concentrating the work for next year the next uh, the next priority is looking at the cliff face again in front of the Nays Tower now the Nays Tower is protected by actually a much bigger rock uh, revetment that was placed there in 2011 uh, it's called Crag Walk it was 110 metres long and effectively it stabilised the cliff in front of the Nays Tower. When it was built, it was recognised that the cliffs to the north of it were going to carry on moving back. And that meant that at some stage the sea was going to get behind Crag Walk and it would have to be extended. It's sort of getting to that stage and during the next five, possibly six years, that work must be done. Otherwise the sea will get behind it and the Nays Tower again will be at risk. And that was very evident, actually, as we walked along, we peered over the cliff. There's a, a very large section that's just eroded in, and that is essentially at the end of, of Crag Walk because we was able to see the end of that, that uh, defence work that was there and can easily see where the water's coming in. And that will then erode perhaps quicker because it's circulating around. Yes, and, you know, with, with greatest will to anybody, at an erosion rate of two to three metres, you know, since Crag Walk was built... It's now 12 years ago. That's 25, 35 metres gone. So it is a continual process. And one of the things that we've got to keep reminding ourselves is why is the Nays special? Why do people come here? We have 200,000 visitors coming onto the Nays every year. We've got the fossils. We've got the wildlife. We've got an international nature reserve. Um, and it is a very special spot. Uh, it's one that we have to, in our generation, try and hold on to for the next generation. Because at the rate it's going, it won't be here. <laughs> it, it, it won't be, and it's one of those issues where the whole of the East Anglian coast is under threat. And local communities have got to recognise that they, to some degree, have got to start being responsible for their own frontages. Um, the government will help where it can. The Environment Agency will help where it can, but places like the Nays, which are basically very special environments, require a different look, a new way of looking at it, and possibly what would be great here would be to have effectively a 25-year plan, management plan between all the agencies, so that we understand where this is going what work needs to be done, who's going to pay for it and when it's going to happen. You mentioned about the area for the environment. I mean, there's lots of 
thistles and plants and bushes and trees uh, along the uh, edges of the cliff. Bird of prey that circled around uh, just as we got here. There's butterflies. It is a special area for the environment and for wildlife as well as the human action I suppose you could say in terms of the the people who come here to enjoy a day out but also the work and the industry and the jobs and the economy that sits a bit further inland behind the nays. I mean last year on the farm behind there were 198 different species logged the site the nays is effectively the first landfall for a lot of migratory birds which is why we see so many special birds coming through. Um, Behind it as you just mentioned uh, there are around 800 yachts moored in the backwaters. Um, they represent 200 full-time jobs, plus all the ancillary service jobs that goes with it. So the Nays represents a uh, high environmental value, but it's also got an economic value. And it is effectively an, a natural sea defence for the 2,000 hectares, which represents the intertidal uh, international nature reserve of Hanford Water. Um, you know, Hanford Water is known for its seals. Um, uh, during the winter, we have 45, 55,000 winter migratory birds come here. You just carry on thinking about it. It layers on layer upon layer of very unique special environment, one that you know we are desperate to protect. I like how you described that in terms of the layer upon layer. And I'm just looking at the cliff face behind you, and you can see the layers, see the history that is there because of the erosion you mentioned fossils that that people like to to find and it'll be very easy to find them because it's they're literally falling out of the cliff face Um, but you could see those layers there's a layer of stones there that the soil changes color as well and and uh, as part of the problem but also part of the beauty of this part of the coastline absolutely it is it is an absolutely natural coastline and it's one you know sometimes we reflect on how long people have been here. There have been a lot of people picking up Stone Age flints, which are 20,000, 30,000 years old, a lot of Bronze Age artefacts. Uh, over the other side of the backwaters, there was a big Roman villa, um, and clearly there's a lot of wartime activity as well. Um, King Alfred, King Alfred burning the cakes, uh, fought the first naval battle against the Vikings just off the Naze uh, and beat them. Um, so, you know, there are, every time you look at history, the maze is involved. David, time has beaten us, but thank you so much for uh, showing me down here to the cliff face and, and the work that's been going on. Uh, I wish you and your fellow uh, colleagues uh, all the best in trying to prevent the erosion that, that's happening. A mammoth task, but one can clearly see that it's uh, certainly having an impact here, the work that you're doing and, and slowing that process down. David, thank you very much. Don't forget, if you would like to support Essex by the Sea, you can do. All the information about uh, how you can do that is on the Kofi page. A link to that information is in the description of this episode. And you can find Essex by the Sea on social media, on Facebook, Instagram, Threads, Twitter and uh, YouTube as well. So go like, share, subscribe uh, on whichever platform you wish to. So until next time, thanks very much for listening. <laughs>